Hey guys, we're back again. This is It's Technically Romance. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And we're going to be discussing the latest film in the Fall Harvest series on Hallmark. And we are going to be coming at it from both of our perspectives. As you know, I'm coming at it from my romantic side. And I'll be looking at it from the technical film side of it. Yes, so let's get into it. Let's get started on Sweet Autumn. Sweet Autumn. As you know, well, if you've been listening to us, we are very excited about this one. Yeah, I mean, the the previews made it look great. Even from the previews, we could tell it was going to be just full of fall. Well, I didn't even need a preview. I knew Andrew Walker (laughs) was in this Mm -hmm. and Nikki Deloach and... I was in. I mean, they were, they're Hallmark veterans, so as soon as you see Andrew Walker, you can almost certainly assume that it's going to be a good one. I mean, it's going to be a good one. Although we couldn't, we could barely recognize, you know, Nikki with the, the brunette with the bangs, bangs um, which I did some googling okay. and she, you googled her bangs. <laughs> yes, because I <laughs> wanted to know if this was her first bang experience, and if you're a woman, you know how important bangs could be for your face Mm -hmm. they can make it or break it really i've i've dabbled in some some bangs in my day i realize i'm better without them but i actually liked her bangs so you give the bangs a a thumb i approved and she has had bangs in the past is what i was gonna say i googled her she has had bangs a lot of her life apparently i just yeah. have not seen them in hallmark movies before well speaking as someone that hasn't had bangs at all i guess i can't speak too much to it but i, I like them i guess i didn't <laughs> she i didn't hate him it didn't bother me you didn't like my bangs though your bangs are great They're great bangs <laughs> don't lie to the listeners we're gonna cut this part out thank you <laughs> um but no she was great he was great let's should we do a little plot recap of sweet autumn Maggie and Dex are both given 50-50 ownership to Aunt Dee's candy shop. Aunt Dee is Maggie's aunt, um, but she pretty much raised her. Mm-hmm. They both have different ideas for what they want to do with the shop, but they decide to work together to figure out the best way to move forward, and they end up falling in love. <laughs> I think you're going to hear my synopsis of everyone is that's how it ends. And they fall in love. Is there going to be a Hallmark movie where they talk? No, they there love? won't be. So. <laughs> so, yes, I loved this movie. <laughs> I'm glad you loved it. it. It definitely, for me, lived up to the expectations that were set by having such veteran Hallmark actors on it. It was interesting coming off of uh, My Best Friend's Bouquet, just because My Best Friend's Bouquet was a traditional Hallmark movie, but with some added twists and some added spin. It was a, a fresh take on the formula. This was classic Hallmark. Classic Hallmark. There was hardly anything new, anything fresh. Does that make it a bad movie? No, it doesn't make it a bad movie. It makes it a movie that I really enjoyed watching, but I keep going back to My Best Friend's Bouquet and just being really happy and sort of joyful, I guess is the word. I was really joyful, filled with joy when I watched My Best Friend's Bouquet because they did new things. It felt like a new Hallmark movie. This was very old school Hallmark, um, something we've seen before, and it was good. Well, your finale movie in the series is going to be your classic 
vintage that's true hallmark <laughs> vintage it's a fine a fine vintage this andrew walker hallmark movie um no but so that's why i didn't just absolutely love it uh you know if we're if we're saying that would i watch it again i probably wouldn't watch it again but if it was on tv whoa if it was on tv i might sit down for a little bit there's some cute scenes andrew walker is just the man absolutely he's Absolutely wonderful. Can we can we rewind? Did you sure. say you would not watch this again? Would I sit down looking for this movie? No, I would not. I would not sit down looking wow. for this movie. I'm sorry. Guys, this is the first time we're talking about this movie. <laughs> I, I don't know for those listening. What we do is we watch these films together, but we take our notes separately and we don't really say a lot to each other because we want to have these authentic <laughs> moments when we're recording. So this is the first that I'm hearing that you didn't absolutely love it. And I am shooketh. Well, I, I liked it. I liked it. You okay. Know? I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. Again, it's my best friend's bouquet's fault because we just saw that one where it was different. It was the same, but different enough that really got me. So this, you know. I will say... I don't know if I laughed out loud for this right, film. that's what I'm saying. But that doesn't mean I didn't love it more. Okay. Because I don't need to be laughing out loud to love a film. That's true. So, it was, no, it was not as funny <laughs> as My Best Friend's Bouquet, but... Well, let's, let's break it down. Let's, let's look at the romantic side of the film. Why don't you lead us off on some of your, your romantic moments, and then we can kind of talk about why I think this is a good movie and not the end-all, be-all of Hallmark movies. Okay. There's a lot here. I don't know if you if you got a lot. I actually watched this movie twice. <laughs> if we're being honest, I've already seen it again. If you follow us on our socials, we actually live tweeted this film. We did. Yeah, so I did need a rewatch just to make sure I was soaking it up. You got all that fall goodness in you. <laughs> and we actually had uh, Hallmark retweet us a few times. We did, which was very exciting. Uh-huh. We are not ashamed to admit that we were giddy little. We were a little giddy. Yeah. I don't know if it was the wine or the Hallmark retweets, but we were a little giddy over it. It was very exciting. Go ahead. Lead us down the romance path. You got you got him. Well, I have so much here. Um, we'll start us off. So the movie opens up with Maggie, mm-hmm. who's our lead. We see she's a businesswoman. She's trying to work a deal. In the big city. In the big city. (laughs) As they do. And so you can already get a feel. She's a confident woman. She is, you know, she knows what she's doing. Mm -hmm. She's business oriented. She's got bangs. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm already, you know, into it. She's, we meet her, I guess her ex-boyfriend, which we don't know at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. No, we don't know. We find out a little bit later. But her business partner is her ex-boyfriend. And here, let me just, if you don't mind, let me just interrupt real quick. That is what I've noticed, Hallmark. This is the only sort of new thing, the new twist they do on it, is that instead of having the current boyfriend, well, let me say this again. So instead of the emotional cheating that goes on in these Hallmark movies with the woman, you know, going to back to a small town, falling in love with someone else, they're already broken up. So I wonder if Hallmark has been getting some flack, being like, hey, this is kind of weird having this woman who's already attached to someone essentially cheat on their current boyfriend with someone new. Um, so they're already starting off as exes, which I think is a nice change because it did always make me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah, and the same for the male character. He is not with mm-hmm. anyone either. Right. So yes, I did like that. 
that they didn't have to decide between a person mm-hmm. um, or, like you say, emotionally cheat, which is a real thing. Right. And it's not a good way to start a relationship off with her ex Okay. So we meet her and she's working a deal. The deal doesn't work out, but she has to go back home for the will reading of her dead aunt. Which is six months later, which I thought was a little odd. Well, Aunt D was very specific. We do, we do by the end, at the end of this movie, which I thought was really neat, we do discover that Aunt D was a witch. Is a witch. Is a witch. That's true. So Because she's that was still neat. talking to them from beyond the grave. <laughs> so she has to go back home for this will reading. Immediately, I'm like, oh, great. This is, we've seen this before, actually. And what's funny is Nikki Deloche has been in... I want to say two other Hallmark films where they do something very similar. Right. Where there is a dead mom or aunt Mm -hmm. or grandmother. And some sort of advent calendar or scavenger hunt kind of thing. (laughs) Wanting them, like there's letters from Mm -hmm. beyond the grave, tasks for them to do to like bring back their holiday spirit. Yeah. I mean, she, she has done a few of these. I think it is too. And I think one of the reasons is, is because... You know, from a technical side of things, she is a wonderful actor when it comes to sort of these drama moments. You know, um, she handles she handles that well. She's believable. We, we've talked about Hallmark actresses needing to be sort of perky and cute and funny, but with with Nikki, it's a little bit different. She does have these little cute moments, but she seems comes off as a little serious. And so I think that's how she's able to sort of hold up these ones that have a little bit more drama and depth to them. Mm-hmm. Well, this one didn't have as much drama as I think the other ones oh, did. Oh, no, the other ones were like almost Hallmark like, movies and mysteries yeah. quality, like tears down our faces. Yeah. Thankfully, this particular will reading was not... They, <laughs> Video will reading. They added it. some humor to it, so I wasn't like crying right out of the gate. So we go back to mm-hmm. when we first see Dex. Dex is Andrew Walker's character. They actually first meet before this, which I forgot to mention. When he, she goes outside to take a call, mm-hmm. and he is out with his motorcycle. I know, bit of a change, bit of a change. Have we seen a, a motorcycle I also think we have. character before? A little edgy, Hallmark going edgy now. And I was, I was totally okay with it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Walker on a motorcycle. And I actually, I, ha- I don't know how you felt about their first first meeting, but I thought it was perfect. I thought it was really funny and cute because she yells something about him being annoying because she can't hear while she's talking on the phone because of his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. But of course, the, motor- the motorcycle cuts out right as she's saying how annoying he is, which... I don't know about you, but that's happened to me before where you're yelling. Who, who are you yelling at on a motorcycle? No, not the exact scene, but that you're talking loudly over something and then it goes quiet and then people hear you because mm-hmm. you're at an, a range, an audible range that is very high. So I thought that was really cute and funny. Um, no, I did not. I'm sorry. It felt a little forced. I mean... Uh, that to me was the only time where I felt like their chemistry was a little off that, that scene. It definitely felt forced, um, a little just odd. I don't know, that whole first exchange. But she's like smiling. Like when she realizes he hurt her, she's like, oh. And then she kind of like tries to, you know, reel it back. Like, oh, what kind of motorcycle is Or she says what kind of motorcycle it is. Yeah. And she starts getting on to him about what he should do and everything. And 
didn't do Well, it. they've already established she's a confident woman. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> she's got bangs. And if she knows what she's talking about, she's going to let you know, which right. I totally admire and think is great. Yeah, I did, didn't, did not get that from that scene. I'm sorry. You're yeah. throwing me off. <laughs> You're throwing me off <laughs> with off. these comments that I was not prepared for. I thought we were both just going to be raving over the whole thing. So... So that scene didn't really do it for me. You know, it, that one felt a little forced. However, there were scenes where I felt like their playful banter, their back and forth was really cute. Once they get more established, you have to, I think I could tell your your enjoyment, the the scene where he's giving the, the maple syrup, the first lesson. Yeah, yeah. that in, was great. In the woods. That was great. That felt authentic to me. Um, I thought the the writing of that scene was a little bit you know a little bit better than that whole motorcycle thing that happened. That to me felt authentic. And when you can have a little bit of authenticity in these moments, I'm in. I'm in for it. I believe you. And so that sort of back and forth, you know, where she's like, oh, this, you know, the maple will actually flow better on the north side, but you have it on the south side. Let me go over here. Like, I love that. I wish that was their first interaction. Just skip the whole motorcycle thing. Let's have the maple syrup lesson be their first interaction because that to me was a lot stronger and a, a great way to establish who these people are. Yes, I loved that scene also. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I loved every scene where they were in it together. I just think Andrew Walker's delivery yeah. is on point. It really is. And I mean, you know, these guys are pros. We need to keep that in mind that these guys have done a few movies with Hallmark, and so their chemistry is going to be on point. Have, have they, They've been together, they, too. They have done at least one that I can think of together. Mm-hmm. So they're, you can tell they have a great already like friendship. So I don't think it's hard for them to have the chemistry, right. but so it makes it that much more believable, but they also are just great actors mm-hmm. that they make you feel like you were watching in on these like little moments between them. So at the will reading, Oh, no, it wasn't at the World Reading. It was actually at the house. We get a first glimpse of who I, I thought would have been your favorite character in the film, the Silver Fox dad from Follow Me to Daisy Hills. <laughs> well, we, were t- we hadn't gotten to the side characters yet. Oh, they're side characters. He's, he's a main character for you, I think. I don't know that I realized it was the dad at first because... He had a cardigan. Well, not the cardigan. <laughs> he had s- some stubble. Yeah. There was some facial hair going on, which he did not have in Daisy Hills. So let me tell you guys, the facial hair was a glow up for him. I was feeling it. I just was freaking out because I couldn't believe that it was the same dad. Well, I think you made a comment that uh, the only person who could believably play Andrew Walker's dad was that Silver Fox actor. Well, I now think that he should play everyone's dad, just so <laughs> I can see him in every movie. But um, I mean, honestly, I mean, he, you know, we joke around, but he is a good actor. And I think that's the difference between uh, this film and My Best Friend's Bouquet is that the side characters, or at least maybe not the side characters themselves, but the stories around the side characters made more sense to me. I was more invested in with these side characters. Yes, they didn't have much of a story. Maybe that. Maybe that's it. Maybe we just got no. Maybe that. Honestly, yeah. maybe we just got a little touch of it here and there. Um, but even like the sister, like I loved her sister and her husband. I thought was great. And I think is this one of the first interracial couples we've seen 
or are they doing that more mm, now? I can't they've think. They've done it before, okay. but but yeah, it's always nice to see yeah. them. Yeah, again, Hallmark continuing along their diversity path. We love that. But no, even like the uh, the kid at the candy store, the other person that works there, like he was great. Just every Zach, his name was Zach. Oh, his name was Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I didn't like was when he was talking about uh, what he did with his uh, what do you call it? Oh, I'm a website designer. I won't. He said he studied web design. <laughs> no, no, he didn't say web design. He said website design. Okay, but because still, because it was so awkward. I, I think we both looked at each other like, is that a thing? <laughs> No, I don't think it's I majored that. in website design. You know, we, we joke around about Hallmark just being a little bit behind on the, the times of the technology and they kind of let their hand show with that website design. Well, I've know. never had to design a website, but I think you have. Well, yeah. Yeah, you've designed some website stuff before. So how did you feel about his his website design? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wasn't I wasn't looking too much in it. I did like how they had the code up on the screen. So when he flipped the uh, the computer around to show what he was doing, he literally had the web code on the screen, which I thought was a nice touch because you need those little nice little details. Detail. Yeah, those nice details. So I give props to Hallmark for that. But calling it website design was a little a little awkward. Yes, I thought I felt the same. But again, it could be maybe that is like a major. Is that, is now, that what the kids are calling it now? Website design. Maybe. Please let us know if there's any you know eighteen, nineteen year olds out there in college studying website design. Please add us and uh, let us know if we're wrong about that. <laughs> oh, oh, right away. So I'm I'm real sorry, but speaking of like technology and, and getting things wrong, they do the cell phone thing where they pop the cell phone messages up on the screen. Has that been in every... No, 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 no. Um, my bet- mm. Country at Heart didn't. Country at Heart didn't. Ooh. Oh. Good for Country at Heart. Props for Country at Heart. <laughs> right off the bat, right off the bat, we see the text message. Every time I see it, my heart drops out a little bit. I, I get know. so sad. I look over at you and I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry, babe. I'm so frustrated. I mean, and they only do it, I think, twice. That is the thing. They're not consistent yeah. with it. It's so. not like it's not like a, a central plot point to the movie where you need to see these messages. And again, and I ke- I'll keep saying it as long as they do it. It ruins interactions between the characters. And just just call the person. Just have some face to face time. There's no need to to have the text messages pop up on screen in a in a bad font. It almost looks just. Uh. Yeah, I didn't think it worked for this movie. Because it was a classic, mm-hmm. as we said, so it's like you don't need to add that no. in your classic ones. It's just it's not necessary. It's becoming like a trend, and it's a trend that needs to stop, in my opinion. But it's it's a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and already when you're dealing with something that is a little cheesy, you know, you have these cheesy moments throughout the film. But a, a good cheese. A good cheese, a nice cheese. But then all of a sudden you just lay on something on top of it. It's it's a little much. Agreed. You brought up the writing earlier, and I actually did a little research for Ooh, you. Okay, all right. So I might be getting up on your technical <laughs> territory because I was curious because I did really like the writing of this one. And so a lot of times I will, if I really like the writing, I'm like, oh, I wonder who wrote this, mm. which I think you said you couldn't find who wrote. My best friend's bouquet. Which is strange. Yeah. But I found this right away. I just just looked up the movie, and there it was. But I was very pleasantly surprised that the writer is, uh, his name is Tyler Dresel. But he actually wrote for 
the TV show The Good Place. Oh, I love that show. Which I do love. So yeah. I was like, that makes sense. Um, and he also was like a script coordinator or writer's assistant on Parks and Rec and Master of None. Look at you. Which are both shows that I love. Yeah. So I was just, I was very surprised by that. No, I mean, I think the script was really good. You know, they had some moments. I think, I mean, Aunt D with her creepy letters from beyond the grave and, and stuff like that was a little weird for me. Can we just for a minute talk about Aunt D? Okay. Aunt D uh, rides motorcycles. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And... Oh, I forgot about that. That's how she gets to know Dax, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that was interesting, but also I didn't believe it. I don't know that they... Wait, they you're kept. telling me you didn't believe that this candy shop owner rides motorcycles on the weekend with Andrew Walker. Is that what you're telling uh, well, me? Well, I think it was more than just on the weekend. <laughs> I mean, they have like a shrine to her basically yeah, in the the sister's antique shop with like her motorcycle helmet mm-hmm. helmet and a leather jacket. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that just tickled me. I didn't I didn't buy that Aunt D Should we instead be giving props to Hallmark for breaking stereotypes? Sure. <laughs> Um, <laughs> or is the stereotype just, it just doesn't work? Well, I don't know. I don't know what a person that rides a motorcycle looks like. So I guess, yes, I am stereotyping. But it was just funny to me, this like little old lady. Who owns a candy shop, a cute candy owns shop. Really cute. She makes maple syrup bites. Yeah. Um, and and she also rides a motorcycle. Also so motorcycle. props to Aunt D. She seemed like a badass woman. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that was a funny little thing that made me giggle. Yeah, but. I actually blocked that from my mind because I thought it was so. <laughs> when I remember seeing that, I thought it was so ridiculous. Like she looks so awkward. I think she, her head was like photoshopped onto the person on the motorcycle too. Like it was. It was a little weird. It was a little weird. But again, I don't know if that's just us not. It was a little weird. And also they. So Aunt D makes treats and Dex. Um, Andrew Walker's mm-hmm. character. Um, he has a a maple farm that him and his dad is that what you call it? <sighs> um, I was confused by that. He definitely has maple trees, but it also seems like the farm does other things too. But we just never see them do it because his dad was talking about having to do stuff around the farm. And at the end of the film, when her ex boyfriend comes, and he's like, "Oh, hey, dad." Tell me about other things on your farm. So I think the farm is like a big to-do. Well, the sister mentions they came to live on the farm, I guess after his wife, Dex's mom, dies. Mm. So was that Aunt Dee's farm? Or they just took over the farm? She says, oh, well, he became really close with Aunt Dee when they came to live on the farm. So that was just a farm that they just took over? I would assume so, yeah. I don't think it's Aunt Dee's farm. Okay. Maybe? No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it wouldn't be Andy's farm because it's his syrup that he's getting from the trees, right? I don't know. It's confusing. And I saw this twice, but <laughs> I still was a little confused. Let's talk a little bit about the fall aspect of this film. Um, because... What as, what fall, you ask? <laughs> because as you guys know, this is, a part, this is a part of the fall harvest films from Hallmark. I did it right the first time. I'm so excited. Good job. Thank you. Um... And my best friend's bouquet we had talked about didn't really feel very fall. They went to town for the fall on this film. It was insane. Every single scene 
even in New York City or Chicago or wherever they're from, fall everywhere. Like, overload of fall. Yes. It was like fall vomit on everything. And at first, I was like, this, this is too much. But then I was like, no, 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 no. Just give it to me. Just give me all that fall goodness. It's because never too it's much. It's never too much. It was insane. I honestly couldn't believe how much fall they packed into this film. Like, I, I, like I'm still in shock. I'm still in shock. I don't think even some of the leaves that were on the ground were probably real. Like, I think they had fake oh, they red and no, no, orange 100%, leaves 100%. just everywhere. Yeah. And they were so bright. Yeah, it was ridiculous. They upped the saturation on those things like you wouldn't believe. And, you know, we talk about um, some of the technical aspects of them achieving this this effect of just fall. Let's call it fall vomit. We'll call it that. Beautiful fall Beautiful vomit. Fall vomit. <laughs> We talk about the technical aspects of, of this. They use green screens a lot, but they lit them really well. So if you're not looking for it, it's very hard to see. I couldn't it, tell. Yeah, they they actually this was the first Hallmark movie that I was like, all right, Hallmark, way to go! Really great green screen lighting. Um, it was done really well. The only time, and so that's how they're basically able to achieve this 360 look of fall around them. It looks like they're just encased in leaves, basically. And because they're able to green screen behind them, so it looks like there's a continuation of fall trees. So this becomes very evident in the fishing scene, which was super cute. Oh, so you did like some scenes? Yeah, I did. Okay. I told you, I like the maple syrup. I know. I like, um, which was super cute. And if you look to the back of her, you can see the trees. And the trees aren't moving at all. Then you look to the side of her for the side shot, and the leaves are moving very quickly. Her hair is moving slightly. Then we go to the back, the wide shot, no trees moving. We go to the side, trees are moving. So that's the only time when the editing just didn't sync up, where they had windy trees on one side and then no wind in, in the rear. So that was the, the I didn't big notice because I was focusing <laughs> on the actors. <laughs> well, that's and why, that's why it's my job. That's why it's my yeah. job to take a look at the technical aspects. But that was... That was really the only sort, the only sort of um, hiccup I think in the green screening was that was that scene where they had the wind blowing. Well, they fooled me. So good <laughs> job, Hallmark. I couldn't tell. Well, the movie was supposed to take place in Vermont, right? Vermont, but this is another thing that I googled. It actually was filmed in Winnipeg, Canada. Canada. Well, Manitoba. I'm not sure on the. It's a Canadian province. Okay. So. I mean, it's not Vermont, not Vermont. But if they filmed it, let's say they filmed it probably in August, right? Let's say they filmed, they it, in filmed it like three weeks ago. <laughs> For real, though. No, but honestly, yeah. they do. They they turn these around quick, which is why there's going to be like uh, mistakes and everything. For these big ones, um, they're not going to make any mistakes. But and also by filming in Canada, you know, the seasons are going to come a little bit quicker than they would down in the States. So I, I think some of those leaves were actually real. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, we did get some some real fall leaves up there. But honestly, guys, please watch this film and just... If you love fall, (laughs) this is your film. (laughs) You could just put it on mute if you don't care about the... I mean, it's almost like a Yule log. Like, a fall Yule log is what we have here. And I I think that'd be fun to do, actually, just have it on the background. You know, I'm thinking about it now. They probably specifically wrote in the motorcycle character just so they could have... Him driving away. Is that how you would say it for a motorcycle? Driving away. Driving away 
with the leaves, the leaves and blowing yeah. off the. I mean, that's true. I think that's a good point. And I did love just real quick on the motorcycle. I love that she drives it at the end. Because at first Spoilers. I was like, "Spoilers!" Oh, I'm sorry. Oh god. <laughs> um, you know, I love that she drives it at the end. You know, I think that's a really nice touch. I was wondering if Hallmark would do that, and uh, they did. So again, props to Hallmark and props to a great script from. From your guy Tyler. Well, there is the one scene where she's driving it by herself. I think it's yeah. towards the end. She's like going to find him. She uses the silver fox's motorcycle. <laughs> she does. And he was just willingly like, <laughs> here are the keys because he's the best. But let's talk, let's go back to the fishing scene. Okay. Get a little romance back in into this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um I loved that scene. Yeah. We know that Dex broke up with someone named Heather. Oh, that was so cute. That was so cute. But we cute. don't yeah. really know anything about Heather, what happened. We don't even see Heather. We don't. No. We don't need to see Heather. <laughs> um, and they're talking about, like, she wants, she's trying to get to know him more. Um, she's asking some questions. And he's talking about Aunt Dee. And then she mentions, like, oh, did you talk to her about girls Mm -hmm. and he's kind of like i don't want to talk about it and they kind of so they're kind of like getting into like a little bit of a spat and she and he says something like well tell me about jonathan because she's been getting text messages Mm -hmm. and then she yells out well tell me about heather oh god i love that that was so good (laughs) it was so great yeah i didn't explain it very well you have to watch the movie but it was it was beautiful. No, it was it was great. I mean, again, these guys are pros, um, so they're gonna have. And these are hard. And we said this last time. Some of these scenes are hard to do, where you you have to be cute but believable. You have to play the flirty kind of thing. It's hard to do, and she she crushed that part. I, I absolutely love that part. And it was such a weird thing too when Dex was like, "Let's go fishing." I was like, where is this going? Why? Fishing is not really a fall, autumn thing. Oh, I loved that scene too because they see each other in the cafe and then they have to sit together. Oh, I forgot about the cafe scene. Yeah. There are so many good parts. I'm sorry. This is going to be the longest podcast ever. Yeah. No, that was was great because I think that was the only scene that wasn't super falled out too. That was our our one breath of non-fall. There's a little bit in there, but it wasn't just... It was like a weird scene too, because it was in this little bitty cafe, cafe dark cafe, dark cafe like and... which you don't see a lot at Hallmark. It's very usually mm-hmm. very bright and colorful. But that's what made it more believable to me that it was just like this little maybe hole in the wall cafe that mm-hmm. they go to, and, and then they, just they bump have... into each other because of D's dead D's letters get them to basically tell them to go to this cafe. Yeah, which by the way, if you're ever in Vermont, I don't know if Inspiration Cafe is an actual thing. <laughs> That was not very good customer service that they, he sits down and then the waiter comes and is like, I'm sorry, this table was already taken. Yeah, that was so, it was so crazy because he's like, oh, I've been here. She, he tells her, so Dex sees Maggie and he's like, oh no. And Maggie's like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I've been here forever. And then the waitress comes over and is like, sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. We, we've already booked this table. Like super Well, not weird. to leave, but to move from that table. Yeah. It was super weird. Even though he was already seated. So, so of course, I, they have to sit together. And again, props to Hallmark for bringing in alcohol again. They get some fancy drinks, and she makes some... They actually utter the words triple set, I know. which I was like, what? And then she makes some comment about bitters for Dex, since he's so bitter. Just Very super cute. cute. Um, that was a great scene. I, I totally forgot about that, too. That was good. Yeah. 
the only thing that, so the only thing that seemed a little off to me was Dex's birthday. Mm. Uh, I don't know why they had to make it a, a birthday because he has no friends in town. Like that was really weird. It was just her. And again, super cute for them. The interaction, you know, that's when we get our first kiss, I believe is on the birthday, right? Mm-mm. No, no, it's like the day after the night after. Oh, that's right. We wanted the kiss on the birthday. But we, we weren't. Go. I mean, the dad was there. <laughs> she was probably having a hard time, like, deciding if she wanted to kiss mm. the dad or Dex. <laughs> I understood. So uh, it was it was just unusual for me because there was no one else there. It was just her and his dad hanging out. And you, you have Dex has to have friends. Even the kid from uh, Zach from the, the candy shop is, is one of Dex's friends. So that was weird that there was no one else there at his birthday party. Yeah, I felt a little sad for him. There was a line there that said, you know, I hope you had a good birthday. I thought that was really delivered well and just a super cute line. Um, The house that Dex and his dad lives in, I mean, decorated to the nines. A lot of flowers. I don't know who decorated that house, if it was Dex or his dad, but an insane amount of decorations, lights everywhere, did not fit the characters to me at all. I thought about it, because if you look out on their porch, there was a ton of like plants and flowers. Yeah. Like just, they didn't even seem to go. Mm. Like it was just, just everywhere. But then I was like, well, maybe when they moved there, although it's been a while it's since been they've minute, been there. So yeah. I was going to say people maybe like took pity on them. It is a very small community. Mm. Maybe people just come and drop off the fact, and flowers. the fact that you have to make up this elaborate backstory <laughs> to explain this lets me know that they did not do a good job staging that. Um, it just didn't fit either of the characters. The house was beautiful. The though. house is beautiful, but just the decorations, just to the nines, lights everywhere. And the other thing is, I don't know if you guys do a lot of decorating. We do a lot of decorating here. Um, it takes a lot of time. And the amount of decorations they had up would take forever and the whole time, the dad and Dex are saying how busy they are. Maybe that's what <laughs> so the so... dad is busy with. <laughs> She's like, gotta get more flowers. We need more lights over here. Get the lights. Get the lights. Uh, but I mean, of course, they're having, you know, the reason why, they, again, the reason why they have these Christmas lights up, you know, I say Christmas lights in quotes because they're just white lights. But the reason why they have them up is for those bokeh shots. We had a ton of those. I did actually notice all of the Christmas lights in this one. Yeah, they because they were everywhere. <laughs> And we had, again, the, we had that beautiful fall bokeh that we were getting with the oranges and the yellows and the reds. Some really beautiful shots, some nice close-ups that they did of that. Absolutely loved it. Um, again, if, if you have any sort of love for fall, watch this film. <laughs> you had mentioned this, and this goes back to sort of the, uh, the fishing scene, the book references. Mm. A little... It was a little much. I thought it was cute. They do it twice. They do it twice. They do it more than twice. Oh, really? Yes. Zach mentions him being a closed book, and then she brings it up to him saying he's a a slightly open book in a dimly lit room. Like, it's, like, really specific. Um, And then... And then he says something again about mm. a, her being a book. Oh, a choose-your-own-adventure. Choose-your-own-adventure, which was weird, too. I don't, I don't know if I understand that reference it means it's hard for him to figure her out well that means it's easy though because you're choosing your path no it's hard to choose your path in those books have you ever read a choose yeah your own it's super adventure? easy to read there but it's hard like you because you're like oh but if i go down this path you're always thinking about but what if i went down that path no no 
That's how I felt. I loved doing them, but it always made me really nervous. <laughs> so I understood that reference. I, I still don't get it. I'm like, I don't, is he saying that she's hard to understand? Then yes. I'm like, why did he pick such an easy book to read? Ready. Well, that one fell flat for me. Well, I appreciated it. <laughs> Tyler, what, Strazel is his name? I got you. <laughs> can, we, can we send him a message just for some clarity? <laughs> clarity on the... But there was a couple of book references that I think they did a little too much. A little overdone. I mean, maybe if it was taking place with some librarians, it would have like, made more sense. <laughs> I know. But did they have any read? Did they read at all? I didn't see them pick up a book I didn't once. see them read, but that was a little weird. But, but I, I liked it, though. I thought it was cute. God, this is what I wanted to bring up. The Kiss... Let's talk about the first kiss. Well, first, let's talk about the taffy. Okay, let's talk about the taffy. Because we have to get to the taffy to get to the kiss. So, Dex is giving a taffy-making lesson, which I totally want to do now. I know, it is amazing. It looked really... I didn't know that's how you make taffy. Can can you say... I'm going to say... I think it was a sensual taffy-making lesson. No, that's why I'm saying you have to talk about the taffy to get to the kiss. Okay. Because when he is showing her how to make this taffy, mm-hmm. you like put it on the ice and then you have to roll it with the, the, stick. the stick. The stick. I mean, they were looking at each other. It was something else. It was something else. I was like, man, what is in this taffy? <laughs> where, where can we get some taffy? Get me some of this taffy. But yeah, their, their flirting game like just skyrocketed mm-hmm. after the taffy. And then that's what leads them to the kiss. To the kiss because they they're th- I'm sure they're thinking about it all day, and then they end up at the campfire yeah. scene. And I think that's why I, I get confused because the birthday party's at the campfire, and then their kiss is at the campfire. Well, they say that they need to come up with um, a new flavor. They got a new flavor, all right. <laughs> so they decide to meet up, and then they're at the campfire scene. Right. So let's just let's talk about this kiss because we've had some issues with some kisses in some of these films. Again, we just go back to the fact that these guys are veterans of Hallmark. Amazing, amazing. This this kiss, I mean, people were clapping. I could hear cheering down the street. Absolutely insane. Yeah, I think I yelled at the TV because they're they're talking about trying to make up new slogans for. So Aunt D. Basically, it's like a dove chocolate. You open up her maple candies, and there's mm-hmm. like a little inspirational a, to- a Toblerone is what I thought. The Toblerone. No, but dove is the, oh, yeah, the chocolate course, yeah. is the one. They So that's basically what Auntie does. So they're trying to think of like some new and fresh little inspirational quotes to go in the candies. And she says one something. I don't remember what she says. And then he is trying to think of one. She's like, sure, try it out. That scene was so cute and so well done because he seemed genuinely nervous to try to like think up a. He yeah. was like, no, I'm, I would not be good at this. Well, he's a great actor. I Andrew know. Walker. So he goes to say one, and then he says, "When in doubt," and I think I yelled like, "Kiss the girl!" <laughs> like it was just like the perfect moment, and then he does. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what he says. When it, oh, he says, "Trust your instincts." Trust your, and then it happens, and it. Is and then they go else. in. I mean, Hallmark keeps. Uh, it seems like Hallmark's doing a lot more of these before the end kisses, which makes the relationship, you know, more uh, believable. The sister comes the next day and is like, "You kissed him." Like, there's a whole little sister thing. And I love it too because you're wanting these characters to get together. Yeah. Most of the time, and you rarely get to see 
it, it until the very end and then mm-hmm. it's over. So I love that they do the before yeah. the end kiss and we can kind of see a little bit after. And the inter- because the interaction is so cute. I mean, when they're like, oh, do you want to talk about it? And he's like, the candy? And she's like, the kiss? And it's like, ah, it's the cute little moments like that. Like super. Yes, a perfectly awkward moment, you mm-hmm. know, after they have that kiss. So we have that kiss and... You know, we, we're getting closer to the end here with the conflict. And as you guys know, if you've been listening to our podcast, I hate the way Hallmark does conflict because it's just not believable. So for this, I actually was really impressed because it was believable conflict. So the ex-boyfriend comes in, ruins everything for them. He runs off, you know, and the way this usually happens is that they don't, Hallmark doesn't allow the characters to talk again. Because if they would, they'd realize, hey, this is an easy fix. The characters actually do talk and work it out. So that's what I appreciated, and it added to some realism. Um, even though he decides to sell his half of the, the candy store and everything, they still work it out. So believable conflict for the first time in a long while. Props to the writing team. Props to Hallmark. I would love to see more of this. You know, If you want conflict, just have it be believable. Yes, I thought it was believable mm-hmm. too. Um, it was just enough that, you know, they would have that little bit of separation, but it wasn't like, oh, that was, you know, not necessary. Right. Um, it made complete sense that that would happen because her partner, ex-boyfriend, Jonathan, you know, is all excited. And at first I was like, I was a little like, oh, Jonathan's coming in and ruining everything. But then when I watched it a second time, I really liked Jonathan. Like he was... This, like, kind of goofy, quirky guy. Um, I kind of was wanting maybe a little bit more backstory on Jonathan, but... Wow. Yeah. Because he, they did everything in their power to make him look schmarmy, you know? But I don't think he did. He was just excited about doing his job. Like, yeah. he didn't know that there was a romance brewing... No, he wasn't a bad guy. He wasn't a bad guy. Some of these times, you know, he didn't... He wasn't trying to ruin things, and he does apologize to her and everything, and so... It was interesting. That's a great point. It was interesting that they, they treat the quote-unquote villain as not a villain, just a different type yeah, of character. Yeah, because if you look at it, he was like really excited. He thinks he's coming in and saving the day, and yeah. then you feel kind of bad for him because she's like, no, what are you doing? Right. And he's like, I'm just doing my job. Yeah, you know? and, and, and to his point, I mean, she was trying to buy him out. So, yeah, it was believable conflict. So the conflict is handled. I actually thought the conflict was going to come when they make the website and start selling his syrup for him. I thought that was going to be the big rift between their relationship. You know, he was going to be like, yeah. oh, man, why did you do this? I told you this in secret, you know, something like that. But Which, speaking of his maple syrup, I think he needs a better title. It's just like Dex Walter's Maple Syrup. Uh, you don't know, like that? I would buy that. So mm. I saw, if I saw that in the store... <laughs> With that logo they You're made. Like, De- who's, he- who's Dex Walters? Let me get to know Dex Walters Maple Syrup. So I think, Dex, you need a catchier title. But. Yeah. Um, there's a few little things here. I think this is the first time I've seen Hallmark use three, uh, what? I was going to say a hayride. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I've been wanting to talk about the hayride. All right. I just want to get that in there. Right. But you can finish what so you were saying. So there's a few little, little things here that I thought were neat. And again, for me, I, I love the little details in this film. The ribbon that was tied to their dead D's letters. Uh, dead D? Is that dead, what we're calling Dead it? D's letters. They were orange and blue. And if you notice, their helmets on the motorcycles were both orange and blue. So just a neat little continuation of that theme there. 
again, it's all about the details. So if someone was, was thinking about this and wanted the helmets to match the ribbons on the letters, absolutely love it. Abs, abs, absolutely love it. Didn't notice that. Love it. Uh, let's talk about one of the best things to do during autumn, a hayride. <laughs> Give me that hayride, which was green screened. Which was green screen. Was it? Yeah, there were scenes where green screen. I had no idea. Again, they did it really well. Because again, I'm just looking at the characters. I'm not really looking. I mean, you can kind of see the The fall fall everywhere. Well, not kind of. You can definitely see (laughs) the fall behind them. But I love hay rides. I don't know about you. They make me think of being a kid. Um, I loved seeing them together, like after the kiss, and like he puts his arm around her, Mm -hmm. and she says, "Like I'm so glad I'm your date for this hay ride." Like. I love seeing that, that actually getting to see them together yeah. and seeing them. Seeing the relationship. Yeah. You know what you said? Like seeing those moments, those cute moments, because it makes you feel amazing. That scene was great. Again, we have these great side characters, the sister and her husband, super cute too. They're going like a cute little double date. Just, just wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, this was a feel-good movie through and through. No big complaints, you know? I just... I did have one complaint that okay. their flavor of candy that they make that sounds delicious didn't win the competition. And that was believable. Let's add a little realism to it. <sighs> it was some fiery cayenne. cayenne. Oh yeah, cayenne and chocolate. No, no, thank you. Yes, yes, thank you. I, when we make hot cocoa, we have a great hot cocoa recipe. We'll put it on the Instagram our hot cocoa recipe because it is awesome. Put a little bit of cayenne pepper on top. It is amazing. So I'm, I'm glad that kid won. Because when they do the nines, you're like, oh, they won. And the kid starts screaming. I'm like, wow, way to go. Way to throw me a curveball, Homer. But they worked so hard in that kitchen. and they. I know. They oh, the baking a, scene? Yeah. yeah. We did get a baking montage in this mm-hmm. one, which classic. Classic Hallmark. So, you know, like, like I said, um, I really enjoyed this movie. I think if I hadn't have just seen My Best Friend's Bouquet, I would like this movie more than I do now. Um, I don't, I don't hate the movie at all. You know, I just, I think it's a, a good solid Hallmark movie. It was a good solid Hallmark mm-hmm. movie, but it's definitely going up there with one of my favorites. Like I said, I've seen it twice already. I would watch it again. Okay. Um, Wait, if, when, you say, when you say favorites. Well, this has been my favorite of the fall harvest movies. And I would say one of my favorites of any Hallmark movie, honestly. Wow. Those are big hard, words. Hard big um, words. I mean, we're talking about Window Wonderland. Well, there was nothing in it that I didn't like. Like I loved. That's true. I loved everything. I loved all of their little moments. I wanted more. Mm-hmm. That's the sign of a great film. Yep. And then, and then that kiss, that ending kiss, man. I mean, that was great. And she and we studied this kiss. We rewound it a few <laughs> times just to make sure we got every detail and. She smiles in it. Like this was the kiss that I wanted for my best friend's yeah. bouquet. My best friend, yeah, I, yes, 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 yes. I mean, these guys. How many times have they had to kiss other people? They're they're absolute pros. She does a little smile in it. Ah, oh, it's believable. It's great. And then they ride off on the motorcycle together. The weird thing though is they pan to the trees <laughs> at night. I'm sorry, they don't pan. They tilt up to the trees at night. It's a little spooky, which I didn't mind because we said we wanted that spooky. So maybe <laughs> it's, it's like so a weird. foreshadowing. It's so But it's so weird because um, the whole time we've gotten leaves and it's a creepy shot of trees at night. They only, 
I don't know. That was it. Just hold on to yeah, it. Yeah, I think they could have just kept it on kept the road. We see the leaves nope. flying. They tilt, they tilt up for that creepy, creepy tree scene. Uh, but absolutely wonderful, guys. If you haven't seen this, really, really recommend you do see it. It's definitely, it's at the top for me for the fall harvest. You know, best, friend, best friend's bouquet, then this one for sure. Well, this one is my number one. <laughs> Uh, but yes, wonderful movie. So happy that it was made and that we got to share it with you guys on our podcast. Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys uh, liked it just as much as we did. Please feel free to drop us a line on Instagram, Twitter, anywhere. All the things. All the things. Uh, please like and subscribe to on Spotify and Apple Podcasts right now. And we will be into, I can't believe we're saying this, Countdown to Christmas. I can't believe it's, it's I know. Not even Halloween and we're we're doing countdown to Christmas. So. Yeah, that's why we we wanted to get these done and in because this it's, weekend it's getting crazy. It starts. It's getting crazy. So we hope you're locked in with us. Yeah, it's gonna be intense. So please join us for that guys and we will talk to y'all next time. All right, bye.